Hey everyone. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about just being a bit defeated by everything that's going on and give a real kind of honest look as to everything that's been going on with my life and how I'm going to try to get a bit of control back. So obviously like many of you, there have been really hard moments with everything going on. So work is an obvious one, but in addition to the stress of work and losing so much of that control that I'm used to somewhat controlling a narrative in. I've been unfortunately dealing with numerous other things going on. So my daughter has been super sick now for a full week. We're on day eight, uh, started on Wednesday, went to the doctor, diagnosed with strep throat, a fever of 104, um, peaking at 104.7. Of course we thought, okay, well we at least have diagnosis and medication and we're going to be fine. Then it turned into pink eye the next day, um, which freaked me out because pink eye is related to COVID. And, you know, the doctor basically said, well, there's a diagnosis of strep. There's no test anyway. There's nothing would do differently and, and left it there. Then it changed the next day into something called periorbital cellulitis, which is an extreme, extreme infection. Um, huge swollen eye, like it's horrific. Um, there's probably a couple of you listening that I have showed a picture to of it, but it's extremely scary and painful. Fever will not quit. I mean, we're talking 104, 24-7, only okay one, Motrin or Tylenol, immediate spike, lethargic, a uh, couple coughing spells, just scary, scary, up all night, haven't slept in a week. And then we, of course, then changed the medication to an extremely strong antibiotic, uh, hoping that that was going to help, but she's been super lethargic on it. And we have seen finally yesterday, day seven, um, the fever come down a bit and like be at a low-grade temp or even at some points have no temp, which is really nice because it's been so many days of this insane fever. But then her lips split open last night, which I suppose um, – after speaking to doctors all night, is a reaction to a negative reaction to the amount of antibiotics her body's on because her immune system is just so compromised. So I share all this just because it is apparent when your kid's sick and you can't do anything to help them and you just want to take it off of them. It's so, so stressful. And then just with everything else going on around us, I'm constantly weighing out so many things. Um, one, you know, the first question on everyone's mind is like, oh, is it COVID? It's like, even if it is, it's kind of irrelevant because it's not going to change the treatment. And, it, you know, she is this sick, right? And if it is, the only reason I'd even want to know is to be able to tell people like, yeah, it does affect your kids. Don't fucking go outside. Don't do anything. I feel like we've been pretty freaking safe. I, I don't even think that's it. I think her body probably is just fighting off this insane bacterial infection in her eye and has reacted that way. Um, but it's really complicated everything because decisions like taking her to the hospital or not last night end up being five phone calls back and forth with her doctor because if she did, we don't want to have it. We don't want to expose people to that undue risk. And we don't want to, if she doesn't have it, expose her undue a little body who's going through all these other issues to even more because she's on so much antibiotics that that allows your body to be even more susceptible to certain things. So it's been certainly a rough week. Um, and then in addition to all that chaos, we had actually lost a family friend to COVID yesterday morning. Um, someone that helped really raise me and that I haven't unfortunately seen now in a couple of years, but 
was part of my life every single solitary day throughout my entire childhood and, and someone we were very close to. So it just kind of has me thinking about like all the things that I wish I had done uh, there, like feeling so bad for his specific situation, but also just like, why didn't I make the time um, to go and see him or be there more, or bring my daughter around him more or do more because now that's time you can't get back. Um, and obviously passing with COVID, it is something where like there's so much isolation and solitude in that, that it just is really sad for me to think, especially about like his immediate family and everyone else around him. So I guess my point is just like all of this has resonated for me in such a lack of control. I'm such a control freak by nature that when my life spirals like this, I don't know how to deal with it. So, and I know I talked about that a little bit on the asshole podcast one, but I find myself in moments of complete chaos. So like with work, I take it out at work sometimes and never stop working. Um, and then like on Sunday is an example when my daughter was not as sick as she is now, I, instead of sleeping, found myself up at 3.30 in the morning and I had ordered this hammock that isn't just like a regular hammock. It's like a double size contemporary wooden frame, um, like three or four people could lay on it. It's this, uh, like it's hard to describe, but it's like one of those big wooden bases, like something you'd see kind of like at a hotel. So typical furniture online, right? Like it's 10 million pieces. So I'm like, I'm going to go build that hammock. A normal person at 3.30 in the morning that isn't fully spiraling out of control probably wouldn't add that extra stress or chaos to their life. It's also cold here and you can't lay out in a fucking hammock and it has been rainy, but I decided I'm going to build this. It very clearly on the first instruction says, this hammock is to be assembled with a minimum of two people. First sentence. No, no. I'm not going to allow that to happen. So there I am, psychotic and neurotically building this hammock at 3.30 in the morning in my garage. I'm putting it up on anything high to try to like leverage it as if it's two people holding it. I have got a million tools and screwdrivers and everything going. I don't want to use power tools because I don't want to wake up my family. So I'm basically like my thumb is completely raw as I'm using this wrench to tighten the bolts underneath it. And then I find myself outside and I am in a t-shirt, no bra, like totally it is a mess doing this building. And my husband gets up and is like, what the F are you doing? Like Bob the Builder, like what the hell are you doing right now? And my dad will come over and help me with that later. Just leave this here. What are you doing? And I'm like, do not bother me while I'm building this hammock. And I meant it. Like, if he tried to touch that effing hammock while I was still in the middle of assembly, it was like I had to control that project. Like I needed to make that hammock <laughs> work and be set up because it is obviously a very clear psychological representation of you don't have control in your life, but you can control this hammock and build this hammock yourself, even though it's meant for two people and it weighs 200 pounds. And you're going to conquer that challenge today. It's Sunday before five, six, seven o'clock in the morning, just what, I don't know, to prove a point to yourself. So my point is like, I noticed that I'm finding psychotic behavior at times because I need control again. And I know that some of you will resonate with this because like you 
to have your anxiety or control or like our mental health is real right now. And we do sometimes need to be like, what am I doing? Um, I'm not a person who has ever, you know, personally taken medication, but I know um, that behavior is a trigger of control and anxiety. And I know that. So it's like, you need to be able to at least self-assess and go, okay, that is not healthy. What are you going to do different? And I know it's just been the coupling of so many things going on at once. So I shared this with you just because I know many of you are also burning the midnight oil or seeking control back. I see the emails. It 1 a.m. I see the working still at 5 a.m. I see the just desperation for trying to have a sense of normalcy or or sense of control. So for me, the way that I'm going to try to channel that and like bring it in and work on it is in the other more positive things that I can be doing and controlling. So I've been very lucky that I have such a great support system that just do really nice things. Like whether it's my mom on Easter dropping off like a Easter basket for my daughter outside with a mask on and talking, you know, 10 feet from a distance through the window or my in-laws doing the same or dropping off dinner. Or if it is my friend, um, one of my closest friends dropped off my favorite wine and just left it on my doorstep. It's like, they know like, Oh God, she's probably, losing her mind in the house all month, even if they didn't know everything else going on. And I think we know who those people are for us. And it's like, what things can we be doing that are helping them? And then also it does help us. Like a small thing I did last week was one of my girlfriends is a nurse at one of Boston's busiest hospitals. And she has three children and working the overnight and her husband's home working during the day. And it's a lot to balance. You know, that is, she's stressed, you know, she's in these really, really stressful situations where she works um, in prenatal care and she's delivering babies with these moms who then are carriers of COVID or then it like really enacts them for them after they give birth. They can't see their children for two weeks and it's these high stress situations. And I know she's just going through it right now. So I'm like, what can I do to help her? Like, I know, I guess I'll cook dinner. I know her family really well. I'm very close with her children. I know they all love, you know, spaghetti and meatballs and chicken cutlets and I'll make a big dinner and drop it off and just leave it in front of the house. And that's something that I can do that is me controlling something that's not a psychotic hammock build at um, 3.30 in the morning. You know, it's me doing something nice for someone. Or what about, you know, someone that it may be close to you that you know is just in a really dark moment. And I recently sent like a bouquet of like sunshine, like all, you know, yellow bright flowers to someone because I'm like, okay, you're not going to show me that you need this, but you might need a little sunshine today because they had a lot going on. So I don't know. I guess my point is like, I need to focus on the things that I can control and that are like, what do I want to take away from this time? What I want to take away from this time isn't just like the stress of this time. I want it to be like, I did become a better cook. I did become a better mother. And I was a better friend. And I was the person who proactively checked in on someone the same way that many of you proactively check in on me or I sent the flower or like my sister sent me these little bunt cakes one day, which is just like such a pleasant surprise and, you know, cupcake breakfast for my daughter. It's just these little things I think are what 
are going to help get us through and what you can control of yours. So I guess my point of why I'm talking today is like, obviously, God willing, my daughter takes a turn for the better soon because this has been taxing on her and certainly on us. Um, and really appreciate that when she does, I, I realize how lucky I am in that moment. But I think I'm going to really start focusing on the elements that are in my direct control that can control someone else's day or make it better because in turn that does make me happy. Like we all know when we do something nice for another person, it does give you a lot of strength and warmth in doing so. So I'm going to be checking in on my friends that I know need it more and I'm going to start doing more regular things to help them. And I'm going to hold myself accountable for doing that at least three days a week, because if I can do that, I think I'll start gaining back some of the control elements that make me feel more me and more normalized. I hope all of you are able to get through your stress and moments in this, and you can look for your warning signs if you're triggered, like I'm kind of talking about looking for mine and can kind of start thinking about the really big decisions, like who do I want to be on the other side of this or what did I want to get from it? So mine, again, are I want to be a better cook. I want to be a better wife. You know, I want to be not focusing in on the fact that he didn't do a dish and focusing in on the fact that of what he did do that day, whether it's for our daughter, whether it's the, he sees the stress in me and brings me up the coffee or gives me a back rub before bed or does these really sweet and generous things and, and focus on that and be a better wife. I definitely want to be a better mom and not forget that I don't get this time often where I can even be in the same bed or house or space as her for a month plus. Sorry, guys. I keep this workplace thing keeps dinging and it's driving me insane and I can't silence it for whatever reason right now. So I'm thinking about all those things and what I want to be able to do. And I really need to hold myself accountable for that because if I don't, it's like, what was all of this for anyway? So I hope that you all will, will find that control and some meaning in this. This wasn't a great lesson, probably more of a rant, but just thought I would be transparent with you all and kind of continue to peel back the curtain and let you see into what's going on with me. Good luck, everyone. Stay healthy. Thank you.